Perfect. How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, the show where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back uh, in the first week of our week one coverage, doing a little bit of an untraditional video for how our weekly slate normally plays out. Today, we are back taking a look at the entirety of the Bears 2022-2023 schedule and making our prediction. We are going to be giving you guys our win-loss record prediction for all 17 games, uh, which will end up with, obviously, a record prediction at the end. But we're going to go through game by game, give you a brief synopsis of each, give our early predictions before the season gets underway. Welcome back to the channel, though. Feels good to be back once again, second day in a row recording. I'm your host, Chris Malpe, joined to my right by Parth Shaw. Parth, feels good to be back doing this again consistently. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Um, you know, just enjoying my Tuesday. Um, I got another day off for me because of just how my schedule and stuff works. Um, all my classes, they have to go in synchronous order, so they give us Monday and Tuesday off. Nice. So, just been relaxing, you know, and needed this weekend um, after two weeks of school. You know, it's already feel like it's going to be a long semester. Yeah, I had four and a half hours of classes today, so not exactly the same story. However, uh, with that, we are one day closer to the Bears playing, so the anxiety for the weekend continues to build up. Forgot to say it earlier, but we appreciate the support on yesterday's episode. Almost 500 streams on three different platforms combined. We're bringing you week one coverage throughout the rest of the week. If you haven't done so already, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow, and we're going to keep the content coming all season long, the best Bears coverage on the web. Let's get right into this part. We've got 17 predictions to run down today. We might be spoiling our prediction for this weekend against the 49ers. However, we're going to be giving out our picks for each and every game. I like the time that we're doing this at uh, just because obviously it's right before the season starts. We've seen this the team play through training camp and a couple of preseason games as well. So let's hop right into it. Week one, obviously coming up this weekend, Bears versus 49ers, Parth. I'm going to let you start on this one. Trey Lance making his third career start, but really his debut start as the franchise quarterback for the 49ers. Year two for Justin Fields. Bears looking much, much different than last year. No Khalil Mack, no Allen Robinson. A little bit of an improved offensive line. Roquan Smith's back. So many storylines heading into this week. Who do you have in this week one matchup? I'm taking the Bears. Um, you know, it's a home opener here at Soldier Field. I think the Bears are going to come out firing in this one. Um, you know, the 49ers are a really good team. I'm not going to discredit them at all. But I'm just going to say they struggle a little bit with Trey Lance to start off the game, which slows them down <clears throat> to eventually win the game after the uh, at the end of the game. I feel like the Bears have an advantage at quarterback just because Justin Fields has, has had a year to, you know, figure it himself out, you know, learn the ropes of the NFL while Trey Lance is going to have to start start to figure that out while he goes now. So I think that gives the Bears a big advantage in this one. Also, just with this new coach, um, this new energy, this new culture that the Bears have brought, I feel like he's definitely going to win his want to win his first game at home um, under the bright, bright lights in Chicago. Yeah, I'm not going to say much, and we'll switch off who goes first in terms of these predictions, but I'm actually going to go ahead and agree with you. I've got I've got the Bears in a very close one in an upset this weekend. I think I'll probably have it be uh, a three-point difference only between the two teams, uh, but I completely agree with you. I think this defense is going to come up. 
uh, and play as they always do show up and play, excuse me. Uh, and I think Trey Lance's day isn't going to be as easy as a lot of people expect. Mm-hmm. And you see what the 49ers have. They, they have some troubling mm-hmm. issues in terms of how the bears look at it offensively. Right. Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Elijah Mitchell seems like he'll play in this one. However, I do think Justin Fields has shown tangible improvement through the offseason and into the preseason. So I'm going to go with the Bears in week one. Let's head to week two now, September 18th. The Bears head to Green Bay, Sunday night football. I don't think much needs to be said about this one. Obviously, the Packers do look different. I think some people could argue that they regressed a little. No more Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers comes back, and I believe they reworked his contract. He's one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league. So he's at least in Green Bay for one more year. However, if that man Aaron Rodgers is on the field, taking a look at where both of these teams stand right now, the Packers are always going to be able to compete. So I'm going to say the Packers win this week two game pretty handily. Parth, I'm going to pass it back to you. Seems like Green Bay didn't do all too much to improve this offseason, but they did add Christian Watson at wide receiver, Alan Lazard looking to have a breakout year. They've got the tandems at running back with A.J. Dillon as well as Aaron Jones, a solid defense that isn't essentially anything incredible but a great secondary with Darnell Savage alongside Jair Alexander. Let me know your pick in this week two game. I'm going with the Packers um, as much as I hate to say it, um, as much as I hate getting beat down on Sunday night football um, by the Green Bay Packers. It's probably going to happen again. You know, Aaron Rodgers is just a fantastic quarterback. Um, Cannot discredit what he's done, especially against the Bears. Um, Like he said, he does own us, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to buy into that statement, but (laughs) it was definitely tough to hear him say that last year. Uh, So right now we both got the Bears at one and one. Heading into week three, the Bears return back home. Lovey Smith comes to town as a head coach of the Houston Texans. Similar situation for Houston heading into year two of Davis Mills as the Bears are with year two of Fields, obviously. Mills is someone who was drafted a little bit later in the 2021 NFL draft. Uh, Definitely showed uh, some impressive plays during his rookie campaign. They've got a new running back coming in, Damian Pierce. Uh, He earned the running back one spot. Still have a solid wide receiver there in Brandon Cooks. They don't have much defensively in my mind. Parth, I apologize. I said we were going to go back and forth. However, I've already kind of laid the script for this one. Uh, I think the Bears are not only a better team than the Texans, I think the game being in Chicago probably solidifies it. So I'm going to go ahead and actually pretty confidently say I think the Bears uh, do beat the Texans to move to 2-1 and one here in Week 3. Parth, uh, anything else to add on that end? Nothing much to add about Houston. Uh, I do think the Bears win this game, like you said. Um, I think the Bears are just a better team overall than the Texans. And um, there aren't many teams that the Bears – currently are better overall you could say but this is definitely one team they are yeah when you take a look at the schedule as a whole and i tweeted it out this morning i think there are a lot of games uh where they're the bears are facing teams that are probably going to be looked at as a little bit better than them however i still they think they can be competitive exactly. in a lot of these games and now we're going to get into another one that i actually think will be a very competitive game week four october 2nd they head to new york or new jersey technically Uh, to go face the New York Giants. Daniel Jones situation kind of reminding me uh, to that of Mitchell Trubisky's a couple years ago where there aren't many people too hopeful about him. He's entering a contract year. Um, 
A lot of people have very high hopes for Saquon Barkley heading into this year. The Giants added two very good pieces in the draft, Wandell Robinson at wide receiver, Kayvon Thibodeau at edge rusher. They added Evan Neal on the offensive line. So the Giants do look like they're getting better. However, I trust the Bears offense more than I trust the Giants offense in this one. Uh, as long as Saquon doesn't go all 2018 yeah. mode on us, I think the Bears are going to be able to hopefully contain him enough, shut down the Giants' passing attack. Kenny Galladay also is still there alongside Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard as well. I think this game's actually going to be a very close one. I've got the Bears pulling it out uh, in their first of two games against or, uh, in New York. So I'm going to go uh, Bears in this one as well, moving them to 3-1 and one on the season. That might be a little bit of a bold prediction, but Parth, I'm going to pass it back to you now. Daniel Jones entering his contract year. I believe his fifth-year option was declined. How do you see this game in New York going? This should be a fun game. Like you said, you expected it to be a close one. Uh, I do think the same too. Um, the Giants um, with Daniel Jones, um, I don't know how much I trust Daniel Jones compared to Justin Fields. Uh, I think mm -hmm. Daniel Jones is a far worse quarterback. And, um, you know, he's had a couple years in the league so far, and he hasn't flashed many skills to me. Um, however, like you said, Saquon Barkley can take over this game, and he's someone the Bears defense has to watch out for. But um, regarding, regarding this game, I think the Bears can still win this one. Um, they'll pull it out and move to 3-1. and one. I think that's one where they squeak it out, though. I think the Giants are going to be a solid. Yeah, it's never, it's never easy to win on the road, especially in uh, a hostile New York crowd, New Jersey crowd, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, it's never easy to win there. Um, but I think Justin Fields is going to start, some, start to show some promise starting from these couple of weeks on and forward. Absolutely. Moving to the Bears' second game in October. And Parth, I'm going to come back to you to pick on this one first. The Bears head to Minnesota, U.S. Bank Stadium. The Vikings seem to continue to get better. If you take a look at the offseason the Vikings had, it's pretty similar to that of the Bears uh, flipping out of head coach as well as general manager, trying to commit to the young stars on their team. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins is still there, and I would argue that he played some pretty solid football last year. That defense is also still solid. Harrison Smith on that back end, as well as a bunch of young cornerbacks, some pretty solid pass rushers. Parth, who do you have in this Week 5 matchup in Minneapolis? I got the Vikings um, just because they're on they're at home. Um, like you said, this Vikings offense has a lot of good pieces, you know, starting with Justin Jefferson, who's their best wide receiver and arguably can have the best wide receiver your wide receiver has ever had, I think, this year. I think he's he's going to put up some monster numbers this season. Dalvin Cook, who's easily a top 10, top five running back, you could say, who always gets the job done. And then, you know, like, they have red zone threats and Adam Thielen. Uh, KJ Osborne is one someone who's going to surprise Herb a lot of Smith people. Smith is back and healthy exactly. for them at tight end. And they also picked up Jalen Rager, so that's going to be interesting to see how that situation unfolds. But that Vikings defense also on the other side of the ball plays some tough defense. Um, start That all starts with Harrison Smith, who I think is the heart and soul of that defense, and uh, he's a really good safety, and he has harassed the Bears for a while. Um, and uh, I think Justin Fields and the Bears dropped this one on the road in Minnesota. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. I think you uh, hit the nail on the head there. Uh, I think this is going to be a tough one for the Bears. I think Kirk Cousins, while he still has something to prove, he has proved now at this point, in my opinion, that he can be a good enough game manager to win your team games, even against good teams. Uh, I don't know if he's the quarterback that's going to take Minnesota all the way, 
but they have great talent. Justin Jefferson, one of the best wide receivers in the league. I still would argue Adam Thielen is a top 10, 12 guy. Dalvin Cook can take over, especially when healthy. I'm going to pick the Vikings in this one. Week six, the Bears return home on a short week. Thursday night football, October 13th. The Washington Commanders come to town. Former Bear Ron Rivera, we all know him for the ferocious defense that he coaches up. But an interesting offseason for the Commanders. Obviously, not only were they formerly the football team and have now changed their name, but they have a new player at the helm. Carson Wentz traded from the Colts over to Washington. Uh, we'll see if he can be their guy after Taylor Heineke was the last couple of seasons. I think this is going to be a really close game. Uh, I think Antonio Gibson is someone you have to take into account. Terry McLaurin as well. Washington has a really good defense. They're going to attack you on both ends of the ball. Uh, Montez Sweat is very good. Uh, and obviously the one that I haven't mentioned yet, Chase Young, uh, praise on opposing quarterbacks. I think this is going to be a really close game. It's around the time of the year when it's going to start getting cold in Chicago. That's not essentially uh, a disadvantage for a team coming from Washington, D.C. However, uh, with all of these picks, I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to take the Bears in this one. I think this is another close game. I think the home field advantage helps Chicago. I think the defense will be grooving at this point. I think the offense, hopefully, Justin Fields will have some more confidence by week six. Uh, I think these two teams are very similar in where they stand right now. If the Bears defense can hopefully force some turnovers, uh, take the ball away from Carson Wentz and co., uh, keep Terry McLaurin out of the end zone, I think the Bears can narrowly squeak this one out. Parth, I'm going to pass it back to you. Interesting game. The Bears go on a two-game primetime stretch here with this game and the next game. Who do you like when the Commanders come to town on October 13th? I'm going to take the Commanders in this one. Um, I think Washington, um, you know, they're like you said, they're in a very similar spot as the Bears. However, um, I do think Carson Wentz actually has a pretty good year this year in, in Washington. You know, guys like Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin, I think they're going to be able to create some space against this Bears defense and pull out a victory. Like you said, the Bears are going to be in a short week, and I think that also affects us. And um, <clears throat> let's just say Justin Fields just has an off game for – for whatever reason. Yeah. All right. I like that pick. I can respect it. I think that's a game that could go either way uh, down the stretch. Week seven, the Bears once again on primetime here as we're getting close to hitting the halfway mark. October 24th, I believe that's 11 days between games. The Bears will have a long week to be able to prepare. However, not an easy game. Uh, the Bears head to Foxborough on Monday Night Football to take on the Patriots. As we know, the Mac Jones-Justin Fields comparisons are going to be reigning in that game. I think the Patriots look really good. They added Devontae Parker this offseason. Matthew Judon looks like a beast on their defensive line. They spent big last offseason to get guys uh, like Hunter Henry in the building as well as Nelson Aguilar. Uh, I think the Bears can hang around in this one. I don't see them winning it. Uh, Mac Jones is a really consistent quarterback. I think Bill Belichick also coaches a really smart game. Uh, I think the Patriots win this one by about two scores, if I'm being completely honest. Parth, I'll pass it back to you. Another Monday or another primetime game, Monday Night Football. Uh, a lot of Bears fans want to think that Justin Fields will play better football than Mac Jones does this season. However, we saw uh, probably what we're going to get again this year from Mac Jones. So what do you think uh, the result will be when the Bears end up heading to Foxborough? I'm going to take the Bears. I think Justin Fields is going to have something to prove in this game. Um 
like you said, he was taking a couple couple picks before Mac Jones, as I think Justin was the fourth quarterback taken in that draft at the 11th pick, and then Mac Jones was the 15th pick, and he was the fifth quarterback taken in that draft. Um, I think both of these guys have something to prove to the rest of the teams that who took other guys in front of them, like Trevor Lawrence, um, what's it called, Trey Lance, and uh, Zach Wilson. But, you know, I think Justin Fields is just better than Mac Jones, and I think that's why the Bears win this game. I think he wants to prove on Monday Night Football that he was taken at the right spot by the right team, and I think the Bears are going to be really happy about this one. All right, that's an interesting upset pick. However, uh, I do like that one a lot. Another tough game coming for the Bears. We get to a little bit of a lighter stretch here in the schedule as we move down. However, Week 8 provides another tough test. The Bears going in to play one of the most high-caliber offenses in the league in Week 8. They are heading to Arlington, Texas to take on the <clears throat> Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott seemingly get, getting better. Seems like the Cowboys are figuring out their running back room now with Ezekiel Elliott alongside Tony Pollard. They moved on from Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup are about to get a ton of opportunities. A good tight end still there in Dalton Schultz. That defense also still ferocious. Micah Parsons arguably could be the defensive player of the year this year. Uh, Trayvon Diggs, a lot of people like to crap on him, but he is still a good football player. Parth, I find this to be a very tough task for the Bears, and I'll get into my pick after you do. But what do you think the result of this game in Arlington is going to be? I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, I think the Dallas Cowboys have a really good offense despite losing Amari Cooper, you know, um, having CeeDee Lamb, who in my opinion will be a really good receiver this year. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard are two really good options uh, at the running back. And then Michael Gallup, he'll be healthy by then, who is a big red zone threat and is someone that I've wanted the Bears to go after for a while now, but he's always had some injury issues. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what this Cowboys offense can do. I think Dak Prescott's going to have a really good year this year as well. And I just don't see the Bears defense being able to contain this offense in Arlington. Yeah, I got to agree with you completely. I think Dak Prescott is one of the better quarterbacks in this league. This Dallas team, Mike McCarthy is head coach, will pounce on you. They will score points. They will score points. They will score points. I'm going to go with the Cowboys in this one. Heading into the November schedule now, the Bears head back home for two games in a row. Uh, November 6th, the Miami Dolphins head to town. This is an interesting one. Tua Tagovailoa is their quarterback. How confident are the Dolphins in him? I'm not sure, but they are still building around him. Brought in some very solid players this offseason. Obviously, the big one is Tyreek Hill uh, is going to be the number one target now for the Dolphins. Dolphins have always had a pretty stout defense, undergoing a coaching change. Brian Flores is out, um, and then I forget his name, but the former 49ers offensive coordinator is in Mike something. i got to be completely honest. I just do not remember. However, this Dolphins team looks very solid. I know they have a solid tandem at running back with Miles Gaskin coming back as well. I think this game is a close one. Uh, this is going to be my interesting upset pick, I feel like. I'm going to take the Bears in this one. Miami coming to Chicago in November. Could be snow on the ground for all we know. Uh, I do not believe Tua Tagovailoa is a good quarterback. Tyreek Hill is going to be tough to contain, but it's also going to be pretty easy to contain him if the quarterback can't get him the ball. I'm going to pick the Bears in a very close game in this one. Parth, what do you got when the Dolphins come to town? 
I'm going to have to take the Dolphins. Um, I'm the complete opposite of you this year. I'm expecting some big things out of Tua Tagovailoa. I think, you know, with Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill on at the receiver corp, uh, I think this Dolphins team can take off this year and actually uh, make the playoffs and surprise a lot of people uh, later down the road. Um, I think the Bears are actually going to lose this one comfortably. All right. Yeah. That I mean, a lot of these games could be flipped yeah. so easily, I feel like. Uh, but that is definitely an interesting one. Uh, week 10, November 13th, the Lions come to town. I do think the Lions and the Bears are a lot closer on the playing field than they have been in years past. However, I'm going to take the Bears in this one. Uh, the Lions did add some very solid pieces. Jamison Williams, Aiden Hutchinson in the draft, made some good free agent signings, DJ Chark. However, it seems like the Bears, especially at Soldier Field in years past, have always had Detroit's number, so I'm going to take the Bears at home in this one part. What do you got? Yeah, I'm definitely going to take the Bears against the Lions. I think whoever said that the Lions are going to do better than the Bears this year are going to are going to be in for a big shocker. I think this Bears roster still is much better than this Lions team that is going to be out there. Um, I'm still excited to see what this Detroit team can do. You know, uh, I've been watching a lot of hard knocks and. Uh, you know, their coach is always firing me up despite, you know, being a division rival. I'm a Dan um, Campbell fan, man. Yeah. Camp, I, I, Camp I cannot be here. a Dan Campbell fan. I feel like if you're a football fan, you have to love Dan Campbell. Um, but I still think this Lions team is really far away from making some serious strides. Gotcha. However, I, I, I will say I do think the Lions are moving in the right, the right direction. direction for sure. Yeah. Let's move on to week 11, November 20th bears at Atlanta Falcons. We all remember what happened the last time the bears took a trip to Atlanta. Mitchell Trubisky played an awful game. Nick Foles came in, saved it with the visor. Uh, the Falcons are looking much different than they did last time around though. No Calvin Ridley. He got suspended the entire season for sports gambling. Matt Ryan is now with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the Falcons look a lot different. They still have some solid weapons. First round pick Drake London out of USC. Kyle Pitts looking to be a strong player. Uh, Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter at quarterback. We'll see who is starting by week 11 at that point. I do not know what to expect. I'd like to think if he's healthy, it is going to be Mariota. However, when I look at this Falcons roster, especially the defense coming off a year, uh, and even though they have A.J. Terrell, uh, where they were one of the worst secondaries in the league, I think the Falcons are actually one of the teams that has a worse roster than that of the Bears. I'm going to take the Bears on the road here uh, in in my book, what would be their third straight victory. Parth, I'm going to pass it back to you. What do you think about this Atlanta game? Yeah, I think the Bears can pick up a W against Atlanta. Um, like you said, we don't know who's going to be starting at quarterback for them. Um, barring injury, I think Mariota should, should still start. Um, I feel like he was ripped of his chance of starting in the league for a while now, and I think I'm I'm glad to see him get it back, and I'm excited to see what he can do um, down in Atlanta. Um, Kyle Pitts is a weapon you got to watch out for. You know, he's a freak of nature. Um, he reminds me a little bit of Calvin Johnson, but not completely of Calvin Johnson. Let's say you know Calvin Johnson was this big body guy who was able to grab almost every single thing that was thrown around him. And I think well, Kyle Pitts is just incredibly elusive. I mean, they can put him at exactly. wide receiver. They could put him at tight end. I'm, sh I'm, I'm sure they could use him out of the backfield too. And the really slot, everything. I mean, yeah, Pitts is going to be a treat to watch for years to come. Who you have in that one? I have the Bears winning this okay. one. All right. Uh, I'm going to pass it back to you. Just, I, I keep starting with my pick, and I shouldn't be doing that. But I'm going to go back to you for this one. Bears make their second trip out to New Jersey, taking on the Jets. We've all seen Zach Wilson in the news all summer for the right and for the wrong reasons. Uh, however, he is also entering year two. 
the Jets have added some solid pieces. They added Brees Hall. They added Garrett Wilson, some solid free agent signings as well. Parth, do you like the Bears to go 2-0 and in the state of New York this year? I do. Um, you know, uh, this Jets team is definitely getting better and headed in the right direction, but I think the Bears are just a better roster overall. And also, this is another game for Justin Fields against uh, someone who he was drafted in the same classes. This time it's Zach Wilson. And I think he'll have something to prove. Um, I think he goes 3-0 and against guys that he was drafted with besides, you know, Trey Lance, um, Mac Jones, and now... Zach Wilson. Too many yeah. names popping yeah. up at once. I'm forgetting them. But yeah, I think he goes 3-0 against all three of them this year. I like it. I like it. And you also got to remember Davis Mills is also coming to town. Oh, yeah. so that's so another one. Uh, that's not another the same one. round, but the same class for sure. I like the Bears in this one too. I don't think there's much to add. I think similar to the Lions, I like the way that the Jets are uh, currently operating. I think Woody Johnson, uh, the entire team there is moving the team in the right direction. Uh, I just think the Bears are a little too much. In this one, Bears are heading back home to start December, and there is no better way to do that than taking on the Green Bay Packers. I'll be completely honest. Uh, I'm going to pick the Packers to sweep the Bears this year. Uh, if I was predicting the schedule for the Packers this year, if this was a Packers podcast, I'd probably have them finishing a little worse than they did last season. However, I still think they're a competitive team. Uh, I think they most definitely beat the Bears twice this year. Uh, and we'll see where they go moving forward. But I think Aaron Rodgers, even in Soldier Field, is a little too much. Parth, passing it back to you, it is always a good game when the Packers come to Soldier Field. Energy is always at an all-time high. People get out there, start tailgating at 6, 5 in the morning. Uh, the Green Bay sucks chance raining out. Uh, a great atmosphere at Soldier Field, one of the best in sports in my opinion. What do you think happens in this Week 13 game? Um, like you said, um, I'm picking the Bears to also get swept by Green Bay this year. Um, I thought you were saying I'm picking the Bears. <laughs> There's no chance. Um, I mean, I, I hope they can surprise me later down this season, but with the way the roster looks right now compared to Green Bay, yeah, there isn't much of a difference at the wide receiver position, but you got to look at Green Bay's defense. I think they're miles, of, miles ahead of the Bears' defense right now, and also they have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, and you can't forget how bad that guy is, and – yeah, that's enough good things about him for one episode. So, <laughs> Yeah, uh, moving on from that topic, especially considering we're going to be talking about him all next week when it comes yeah. to our Week 2 content. Week 14, the Bears have a bye. Week 15, they are at home yet again. Uh, three straight home games for them, Packers, Eagles, and then Bills. Uh, so we're December 18th now, Week 15. The Eagles come to town. Looking like they have a revamped roster. Miles Sanders alongside Trey Sermon now. Jalen Hurts looks to be ticking somewhat upwards. The big trade this offseason for A.J. Brown. They use their money well. They use their picks well. I think this Eagles team is going to be very good, and I'm going to give this one to the Eagles. I think they, once again, a thing a lot of people are forgetting about Philadelphia is that they made the playoffs last year. I believe Jalen Hurts can be their franchise quarterback. So I'm going to pick the Eagles in this one. There are a lot of comparisons, Hurts and Fields draw. Uh, I just think the Eagles are a little bit too much in this one and have improved on both sides of the ball. They just also brought in Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. So we'll see if uh, another Bear in 2022 gets into a fight with him, just like we saw a couple of years ago. But Parth, uh, I could see this potentially being an upset game, but I like how Philadelphia has improved this offseason. 
What do you think about this Week 15 game against the Eagles? I'm taking the Eagles. Um, like you said, I think Jalen Hurts is becoming a really good quarterback in this league, and I think that offense takes a couple steps, uh, especially when adding uh, A.J. Brown. That's going to help out offense a lot. Uh, they still have Devontae Smith, who's going to be looking to just build on his rookie year from last year. Um, at running back, they're a little weak. You know, Miles Sanders is someone who I always say to stay away from fa in fantasy football, but uh, it's just because he just not, does not produce that much. Um, but Jalen Hurts, you can't take out what he's done. You know, he can throw the ball. He can run the ball. He's dangerous. And I think the Eagles are just better than the Bears overall. Got it. Got it. I think that's a solid pick. Uh, yeah. If there's any other team, I, I don't like – the Eagles fan base. Yeah. However, if I had to pick another team in the NFC to root for, they would probably be up there. Bears go into another tough game in week 16, Christmas Eve, home against the Bills. Uh, look, I think I'll speak for me and Parth in saying this. Uh, long story short, I think the Bills are going to be one of the best teams in football this season. I've got them knocking off the Rams on Thursday night in the week one season kickoff opener. Uh, I think it's going to be hard to keep the Bills out of the Super Bowl this year as it was last year. So, Parth, I'm going to count down from three, but let's uh, announce the team that we're going to pick to win this game on three. One, two, three, Bills. Buffalo, yep. yeah. yeah. Uh, no, there's yeah, no chance the Bears can win this one. Uh, Josh Allen is going to win MVP this year. So, Oh, I like the pick. I like the pick. Yeah. A lot of people on him, a lot of people on Lamar Jackson, a lot of people on Justin Herbert, but uh, Allen definitely deserves it. I agree. He is an upper echelon quarterback in this league, and I think that game will not even be close. New Year's Day, the Bears play. Uh, they are going on the road for the last time uh, of the season, kicking off 2023 on the road. For some reason, every year, I feel like they play the Detroit Lions on a holiday. Obviously, the Thanksgiving games. Uh, a couple of years ago, and now uh, New Year's Day. Uh, I was originally going to give the Lions one against the Bears. I got to be honest. However, taking a look at how I've picked this schedule so far, and I would say uh, I don't think I've been biased, but I have been a little aggressive in some of these games. I've got the Bears at seven wins right now. I think if that's the case, uh, maybe if you can get to nine wins by the end of the season, you could sneak into the playoffs uh, I'm going to give the Bears this one on the road at Detroit. I'm going to say the Bears are going to sweep the Lions this year. That could really come back to bite me. However, I do believe, once again, that the Bears are trying to focus more on the offense this season. They're going to be able to get that groove in. Matt Eberflus, defensive-minded head coach, is going to come in. He is going to do his thing. I think the Bears sweep the Lions again this year and beat them in Week 17 on the road at Ford Field. I'm going to pass it back to you. Uh, I believe you also have the Bears at six or seven wins. Uh, this could be a really intriguing situation if it actually pans out uh, how we are predicting it to in Week 17. What do you like? Uh, who do you like in this game in Detroit? I'm gonna take the Lions in this one. Um, I think uh, I'm, I, I don't think I'm ready to say the Bears are gonna be able to sweep the Lions just yet. You know, it's never easy to sweep a division opponent. Uh, believe me, it's not easy for me to say that either. I <laughs> normally um, like to stay level grounded, but I feel like I may have gone a little far with that one. But um, you know, I think Don Burr is gonna be commenting on this video as soon as you said that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, I think the Bears are going to struggle against Detroit in Detroit. Um, despite me saying that they're a much better team than them. It's never very easy to win a game on the road, especially in later down in the uh, end of the season when things are, you know, things just meet, mean, mean a lot more to each other. And I think the Lions and the Bears are just going to be 
out of the playoffs by by this point of the season. But you know, um, I think the Lions still take take this take one of two against the Bears. Gotcha, gotcha. Week eighteen, uh, last game of the season. Bears normally on the road at Minnesota. That is going to flip this year. The Vikings are going to come to Chicago on January eighth. Week eighteen. Uh, I'm going to give the Bears a win in this one only because I think the Vikings are going to be very good this season. I think they are going to have a playoff spot locked up at this point, uh, and it's giving me really bad flashbacks of 2018, remembering the Bears going into Minnesota, playing their starters to eliminate Minnesota from the playoffs, Um, and maybe we could have a similar situation here if the Bears hit their ceiling. By the way, I'm being aggressive this is probably the ceiling amount of wins that the Bears could get. Uh, and I think I'm projecting nine, actually, which I did not expect coming into this. Uh, but I do think the Vikings are going to be good this season. Uh, I think they'll have a playoff spot locked up by this point. And uh, I think for that reason, they will probably bench most of their starters. And I think the Bears could cruise to a season-ending win here. Parth, any thoughts on this Week 18 game against Minnesota? I'm going to take the Bears in this one just because I said it's so hard to sweep a team, um, and I don't think the Vikings can sweep the Bears this year. I think the Bears are, Bears play the Vikings tough, um, and I think that we're going to play them tough here and pick it, win the last game of the season. Um, I think I have us going 8-9 and nine right you now. You have 8-9, and nine and I have 9-8. and eight. Yep, um, and um, I'm co- I'm pretty confident that the Bears can hit so 7-8 wins this year. I think, you know, with Justin's – development and just seeing how the defense you know pieces together with more experience together I think this team can can surprise a lot of people this year yeah I think the ceiling would probably be anywhere between six and nine but I also think the floor would be anywhere between two and three if I'm or two and five two and five I'll be a little more realistic I think they get a couple of wins uh but that'll pretty much do it for our season predictions video should be interesting. I think all of us will be happy if the Bears end up with anything between uh, five and eight wins. Uh, however, uh, as you can tell by our projections, our predictions, excuse me, uh, we do believe that this team can surprise some people in 2022. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Bear Down Podcast. We've got week one coverage coming throughout the rest of the week. So do us a favor. If you haven't already, drop a like, subscribe follow, give us a five-star rating, share the podcast. We're bringing you guys the most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web all season throughout the regular season. And hey, maybe even the playoffs, who knows? We'll put the suits back on for the episodes like we did in 2018. Uh, If you want more content from us, you can head to our website, beardown.com. Link is in the description. Uh, If you would like to find the podcast on social media, see extra content from us, sneak peeks of guests that we're having on the show. You can find us on both Instagram and Twitter at Bear Down. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media pages down in the description. For myself, as well as Parth, as well as Jalen, who is working hard at school, and the rest of our team, head down to the description. Follow us on our personal social media pages. It's the only spot where you can interact with us and see our thoughts on all things Bears, the NFL, and all of Chicago sports. Parshaw, once again, I said it yesterday, I said it again today as we're eclipsing just about 35-minute mark here. Uh, it feels good to be doing these long-form podcasts again. feels like we're getting back into the groove of things, uh, and knowing that we're not doing uncuts, it, it, it really is a sign that the season is right around the corner. A lot more content coming later this week as the hours and the minutes and the seconds keep on decreasing. Week one is almost here. Any last words before we sign off, though? <laughs> 
Yeah, no. Um, it feels good to be back. Um, and the week one is almost here. We got a game this Thursday, the Bills and Rams, which should be a great game. And then the Bears kick off at 1 p.m. Eastern um, at home versus the Niners. And we'll have more coverage um, with the Bears and Niners coming starting tomorrow again. So, yeah. Yeah, feels real good to be back. Uh, we've got a big guest coming for our post game or pregame show on Saturday, trying to bring other people in here to share their expertise as well. But thank you guys so much for the support. We really appreciate it. We're going to keep pumping out the content. It's a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Maltby. Long, long episode. High, high hopes for the Bears this season. Really hoping they can surprise some people, and it should be interesting to see how it all plays out. Bears fans, thank you so much for tuning in once again, and do us a favor, and as always, stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace out.